everybody welcome to another episode of balance and water this is your girl balance and i'm here with my partner water and we're here for another week i just wanted to say do you know that last week's episode was our 100th episode (laughs) i forgot to mention it uh last time i actually totally forgot until i went to edit it Mm. well happy 100th episode (laughs) Where's my prize? Right. What is this now? Like going on two years? Two years I've been dealing with you, pretty much? I don't know when I started talking to your ass. I don't know. <laughs> when maybe, uh, what year? I don't even know what fuck year it is. What year is this? Uh, 21? 22. 20, uh-huh. Yeah, you're 21, I think. Yeah. It's almost 22. Everything's been so, running together, so. so maybe the beginning of nineteen, I guess January of nineteen. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's what I'll say. The beginning of nineteen, because that's when the R. Kelly stuff hit the fans. Okay, that was our first episode. So yeah, congrats, big ups to us, I guess. <laughs> All right. So how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing better, a lot better. Um, I had an event for weekend. But I went and um, hung with my best friend, of course, and I had an edible. And I, I, I don't, I just, I do not know. This is our, all of our first time um, trying this particular type. Um, it was like you, you clearly, you don't like yourself because you, you're very hard headed, and I don't understand why every weekend <laughs> we're either having an issue with alcohol or drugs, and you don't. <laughs> I, I, you were you were fucking thirty years old, and we're still having these issues. I don't understand this. I'm still learning, <laughs> girl. But, give it up, okay? <laughs> Most times, the edibles don't really do anything for me. Um, but this one was a new one that they had gotten. My friends, of course, it was like six of us outside, just kind of chilling. And so I was like, don't y'all think we need to put something on our stomach? Because nobody had eaten anything. And it was like two something because we were waiting on like this Sunday meal. And we knew it was going to be very unhealthy. So we didn't have a breakfast or anything. It was like, no, nah, no, nah, we're good. And so it's a small edible. It looked like it could have been candy, like a gummy. But it was in a totally different packet. And it was really small, like the size of a little mint, like the little circle mints. So I'm thinking, oh, this ain't going to be nothing. I probably need two of these, but I'm going to just try one because this is my first time trying this particular one. Um, Did you read the packaging? Nobody reads the packaging? Well, okay. Just say so no. I didn't particularly read it, but we thought it was all the same. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. And, and cracking cocaine is the same thing, too. Yeah. yeah might as well have just taken that. Pretty much. Um, so we had it and so it was very small. So we're thinking, oh, it's going to be like the other ones. But when we ate it, it didn't taste like candy. Like most of them, they'll be disguised. They have some sweet, sour, you know, some salt or whatever, maybe some sugar on it. It it tastes like a little bit of candy. No, this one, it tastes like the fucking weed. And I was like, okay, I see what this is. So literally from like 2.30 when we had it to when we ate at like 3.30, so maybe an hour apart, literally five minutes after we ate, things just went south for everybody. Um, People came outside to talk to us, and it was like we were in a trance. We were just looking at them. We wanted to say something, but nobody could say anything. We were on a wave. We couldn't figure out anything. We had to just sit there until we could get better. Um. Mind you, I was in Polk County, which from where I stay is almost like an hour away. (sighs) When I got okay, I did get on the road. I drove in the slow lane (laughs) and I knew I probably was going about maybe 50. And I think the speed limit was like maybe 80 because as the cars were passing me, they were going really fast to the point where my car was shaking. But whatever, I made it home. Great time. Um, I thought this morning when I woke up, you know, I'll be back to normal. Every last one of us were still on that wave. 
it was yeah. we were in a group text at like three still talking about we don't know what's happening why are we just sitting here yeah hi that's what's happening <laughs> everybody's trying to work nobody can work i took a two-hour nap on the clock it you know just is what it is sometimes hope your boss is listening no she ain't she on vacation matter of fact so that's <laughs> no that's why you can take your, your two hour nap i was gonna take an hour one that one would have been okay but i had add extra one in there um then when i got off i just i went i went outside and ran and now i feel so much better I guess sweating, you know, just I had to get no, that. No, <laughs> sweating didn't do anything. No, you can't sweat weed out of your. So you can't sweat THC out of your blood. It's in your blood. <laughs> Whatever okay. it was, I feel so much better now. Everybody feels better. I will say I ate a lot of like sweets though. I guess that's what they consider the munchies. I've never experienced it to this degree. Like I ate a whole Let's patty pie. Alone, bro. Just, just stop. I, you I do. And your friends, y'all, <laughs> just stop. I had a whole patty pie like it was a personal pan pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the girls, she went inside the house and said, "I'm gonna come back out shortly after I finish eating." She never made it back out. We had to call her husband to come get her. I think her vehicle is still at the house. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, I've never experienced anything like that. So I see why people that don't work, why they just get high. It makes sense. No, that's not the reason why. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Okay. That's my rest. That's what I think. Okay. Don't you tell me shit next week about then last next week you went to brunch and you done had this shot and now this shot I don't want to hear it. No, I'm so much better now. I'm so much better. Like I'm not going any brunches. I may be like I may go to brunch um around the Florida Classic, which is when FAMU plays with Thone Cookman. Um, they have a lot of brunches going on. I seen, so that may be the last brunch I go to if I go to a brunch. But I I don't think I'm doing any brunches the rest of the year. But if I don't go to one that weekend, it just takes a lot out of me. You know, it just takes so much out of me. What, what is we talking about today? Because I, I just can't. I can't let you lightweight people who think y'all be doing something. Lightweight. Y'all just be fucking up yourselves for no reason. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not an addict. I'm not. Clearly, you gotta be. I'm not an addict. I know what I can do and I know how to do it. <laughs> y'all just be popping anything in y'all goddamn mouths and, and take getting anything off the menu <laughs> what, what are we talking about today oh this shit is hilarious <laughs> so as we both know the summer walker album drop this actually this past week has been a good week for movies in my opinion and music what are your thoughts on the summer walker album um I mean I feel like she got out everything that she needed to say. <laughs> she got her point across. Not even getting her point across, whether or not people understood or not, she got out whatever feelings that she had inside that needed to be let out so that she could be better moving forward. I agree. And she didn't care whether or not it was offensive or if it bothered anybody. Yeah, I I think it was a great album. It was a great second album um where she didn't really have to depend on him. Um for the most part, like the first album she admitted that she needed him to make the album because it was her first one, you know, she was dealing with anxiety. But this was a a really like grown album. She gave me a great Mary J. Blige she album. She didn't need him in that first album either. She just thought she needed him. I agree. I can agree with that. 
she thought she did because it was all foreign to her. And it was almost right. like he was the training wheels to her bicycle when she first came out with her album. Um, she was trying to get a use, get adjusted to the fame, how the business works. And it's always good to, I guess, have a, a partner with you, somebody to kind of guide you that have been through it already. Um, so that's what happened with that, in my opinion. But this was a very good album from beginning to the end. Um, and when you listen to her first album, where she pretty much talked about being in love with him, and then to this one, it's like two totally different extremes and approaches, but it was well put together. Everything flowed from the first album to I mean from the first song on the second album, the one that just dropped this Friday, to the very last song with Sierra's Prayer. I mean, I don't I don't feel like it was like the best album, but it was solid. She said like I said, she said I took it for what it was. It was her way to release. I mm-hmm. mean, clearly there's a lot of triggers on the album. <laughs> do I feel like that's what everybody needs to go around and do? Not necessarily because I don't want to hear everybody's shit. But <laughs> you know, she I let her have a pass. She's young, she needed a vent. And that's what she did. So yeah, I mean, it was for how I'm taking it for her therapy. Yeah, it was it was needed. Yeah, so except that now if she gives me another one like this, I'm not listening to it. <laughs> now I'm, I I really want to know what direction she's gonna go. She can go wherever she wants. I mean, I guess if she's the type who feels like her music comes out of her relationships, if this relationship she's in now turns out to not be shit, I guess we're gonna do this. <laughs> Even again, that's what I'm saying. Like she, like when because it, because my sister said to, it, she's the Mary J of this generation, right. but right. they're probably but this generation is probably not going to um, appreciate her the way that they need to. Right, and I'm like, yeah, because it, what she's her music is is truly what she's feeling. It's not it's not for clout. It's not for like. That song where she's talking about his mother, like, you <laughs> know what kind of space ass. you have to be in to talk about some, <laughs> to do a whole song about somebody's mother and know that shit is going to get released and still not care. <laughs> like, you got to be in a place where you really don't give a fuck about somebody. Because <laughs> usually, like, you'll maybe say something here and there, but that whole song is about your his mother. Like, at least the first half of the song so I don't know if this generation can appreciate that but or are they gonna appreciate the messiness of that song yes but uh, appreciate her like my generation appreciates Mary J and how she went all her pain is in her music too right but they have to be able to accept her when she's in her happy state too right and that's so. and, and that's what I'm interested to see because I feel like that's what may happen the next album it may be a happy her and like i said you get the first two albums with her being in love um and people trying to find love and then you get to this messy breakup for this album so right now all we know is an in love and upset or inner feeling summer even the first album she was in her feelings to an extent so you still have it on both albums. So I'm interested to see what direction the next album is going to go. Um, in which way, just because sometimes when artists get their own identity through music that they've made before, that's what people kind of keep them in the box of that same category mm-hmm. with feelings and emotions. And she may be trying to make a club banger and everybody may not be feeling it. I don't really think she needs to be making anybody's club banger. I don't know what that <laughs> is. But no, I don't think she needs to be doing that. But she can definitely make up more upbeat music, yes. I can see that. Right. I'm just saying. Gonna... I mean, it depends. Because like, that song with her and the girl from the City Girl is trash. <laughs> so clearly we know that. I mean, the young kids like it, but the song is, is truly trash. Right. Um... I don't know, but hey, she did what she had to do. She did. I, I I liked it. It had me at a point upset about a baby daddy that I didn't even have, but I was with her. 
I just hope people also don't go around and keep constantly asking her questions about it. Like, if you didn't read, listen, there's nothing else that you need clarification on. Like, she was pretty thorough all the way. Mm-hmm. And so I don't need people to be having interviews with her. Like, so what did you mean by, you know exactly what she meant. She said what she said. You heard the songs. <laughs> she said everything very clear. I don't. I don't think that there needs to be anything more said like that should be her interview enough like every question that you could have possibly had Mm -hmm. was i feel was stated in most of those songs yeah i don't think there honestly needs to be any type of questioning in regards to they're going to and they're gonna ask her stupid questions they're gonna ask the shit that she already addressed so how do you feel about um london's mom well, listen to the beginning of Fourth well, Baby you, Mama. Have you spoken to her since the song? No, I knew I wasn't going to speak to her when I released the song. Like, after I released that, I know that lady don't want to talk to me. And I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> They're definitely going to ask her about the Baby Mama song, um, Bitter. They're going to ask her, have you talked to the other Baby Mamas 1 through 3? What are their Why? thoughts on it? Why? Why are you asking me this? And I hope she answers just like that. Did you not listen to the album? I just, I, I just want to know what do they think? Do they think that she needed approval to put that who out who there? Need approval? Who who do you think thinks that? The people that ask the questions, I guess, to get into the messy. Oh. Like I, I, to try to get deeper <clears throat> in the meaning when they already know what the hell the meaning is. <laughs> ask stupid questions you know exactly what because sometimes people feel like things are just subliminal and like okay you couldn't have really been talking about his mom mom really yeah <laughs> i said yo mama like what else <laughs> was it a what joke is, I mean, what, what does that really mean when you say fuck these hoes like it is what i i said what i said that's what I mean. Like, people always think there's some deeper meaning to shit, and sometimes it's just fucking plain as day. Right, I agree, but that's not they're gonna they're gonna ask like the same question. I have a feeling they're gonna ask the same questions, but in different ways, like talking in circles. And that's when she be like, "Okay, this interview is over," because I've answered this. I would over just and over. I would just play the snippet of the song. Whatever part it is, whatever they ask a question about, I'm just going to play the snippet of it. Because she's pretty much, like you said, addressed every single thing from every single song. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still playing it. Um, <clears throat> has there been any other music that has come out within the past um, week that you have gravitated towards? Or uh, No, I don't know. What <laughs> else came out? Um... Key Glock, he's a rapper. Um, I actually like mm-hmm. his music. Um, he's on the same page as Young Dolph. You still may not know him, but if anybody doesn't know Young Dolph, that's the one that um, <clears throat> Yo Gotti was shooting at. They're both from the same area. They used to be a part of the same label um, until they had a falling out. So Young Dolph has his own record label, whatever, a group. And Key Glock is one of them up under it. So he has... A nice little album that came out as well on Friday. Um, and Kevin Ross is another great artist that came out and released an album this past Friday. Or like a, I guess an EP. It's only like seven songs. So that's what I've been listening to the past weekend between those three albums. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not, not me, but okay. So you just put your your music on random, or what is it called? What's the yeah? Way? I listen to a different set. Of, I listen to different music, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Hey, you know. whatever you feel. Mm-hmm. But I will say, Netflix is doing extremely well with their movies. Like. <laughs> Would you now? Yeah, like they've been getting better with the movies that they producing. Like from where they started when they were creating movies and stuff. Like you know, we knew we was getting a Netflix movie was gonna be kind of cheesy. It'd be something to watch, but whatever. Now they give you movies that you gotta watch. Like 
you can't miss shit. Well, I don't think it's Netflix as much as it is the producer and the directors. Yeah, but they're but what I'm saying is Netflix is able to get these type of movies to be, I guess, put on its channel network, however you want to categorize Netflix. But it just before they would just get stuff that has already been out and they just put it onto their, I guess, streaming service. But now they're able to get the producers of movies. Like, even Tyler Perry, like, he pretty much has BET. And so we were getting kind of, quote-unquote, luxury by having him make movies specifically for Netflix for whatever reason. Now we're getting good, like, directors and shit, like, good movies. Because the harder they fall, that's top tier. It was was very good. I was... (laughs) I was very surprised. I was, me too. Like, I almost didn't watch it. Like, when they said Western, the only reason I did give it a shot was because the um, characters or the actors that were in it. No, the only reason I watched it because Jay-Z is the producer. So I figured he wouldn't put out trash, but I don't like Wild Wild West. I don't like movies, period. So I'm not a movie person. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me to watch something, you you better pull. <laughs> I don't know. It got to be something that like sparks my attention. Right. Um, the only thing that was was Jay. Not even, I mean, I loved Idris, but Jay was the only reason why I really watched it. Really? Somebody and, that's not even in it. Huh? I say you watched it because of someone that's not even in it. Yeah, because I know that he does, he's not gonna put out anything that's like trash. He don't put his name on anything that's trash, right? And and it made him come out of like hiding, and he's been out and doing things and have, doing interviews and stuff lately. Like, right? Okay, he wouldn't be doing this for something that was low budget. He wouldn't <laughs> definitely be doing this for no um, Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> <laughs> so um shit I don't even think he did that for fucking Beyonce's Lion King whatever shit she did so um time to get him out and talking and to have a, a whole Instagram account for a day I don't even know if it was a full day I think it was literally like 12 hours maybe mm-hmm. and then he shut it down and then he did this live talk on Twitter. I was like, oh, no, Jay's doing way too much for this not to be something. Let me go ahead and watch this. That is and wow. It was really good. Yeah, I um, I had just saw, like, one preview. I don't know where I saw it at. And I saw the lineup with Regina King, Idris Elba. Um, what's the skinny guy's name? The key? Yes, him. Um, and the, few, the older guy that plays the sheriff in that movie. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. they got a decent lineup. And I wanted to see how it was going to work with that many, like, star actors, in my opinion, in one movie. Because sometimes movies, they have all these great casts, but the movie doesn't live up to the hype. Mm -hmm. Um, But this one, it was... It was really good. I don't like Western movies. The only Western movie that I've loved or even liked has been The Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Um, that is the only one just because I thought Loveless was just the funniest man in the world with a half a body. Um, my grandma watches Gunsmoke all the time. I just can't get into it. I don't want to hear about it. I just don't care. Cowboys don't excite me, but this made them kind of exciting from the way they allowed them to use their own slang, but a like a country I guess accent but mm-hmm. it was so dope to me even the jokes from the beginning like yeah. like they made it almost like it was in today's time but not if that makes sense from the dialogue it, it but, was very modern compared to what uh, what we know to be a country western it was right. very modern the, and, the, the yeah. dialogue was very modern and even the the way they had them dressed was on point for me. Um, the attire, um, the city mayor with the gold teeth, that was kind of fresh in my opinion. Damn. Yeah, like it was it was it was dope to me. Um, and this was actually the first time that I had seen Regina King play like almost a villain. I think she did really well. She did. So I was I was sort of surprised how much uh 
I mean, she she deserves him because she never she's never a bad. I've never she I've never seen her in anything where she didn't act accordingly. Like she is right. like thorough all the way around mm-hmm. um, as an actress. So um, this is a little different, but I definitely believed it. You know, sometimes when they try to put them in these like villainous or right. Um, like it's like not believable. Right. It was believable. Yeah. It wasn't overdone. Mm-hmm. She you know? she fulfilled her purpose. Like she didn't mm-hmm. overstep her boundaries. And even with Lakeith, like he played the villain role very well. I haven't seen him play well, like he plays crazy well. Period. Because he is. <laughs> and he just you know listen to any of his regular interviews as a regular normal human being. He's crazy. <laughs> So he does it really. He plays that really well. Man, I, and I saw where he did an interview afterwards, and he was like, he wasn't in a good mental space when they had to film this movie. And I was mm. like, well, you could have fi- he could have fooled me. Mm. Oh no, he didn't fool me. <laughs> when are you ever? You don't ever seem to be in a good mental. <laughs> really, I, I haven't heard this side of him, so this is news to me. Like I, okay. like, cause I just, I just see him as this like kind of calm, mild mannered individual. Yeah, he's the scary crazy. He's not like you know, he's not like Kanye crazy, the like, loud crazy. He's just... yeah, he's not that person. Like he's not drawing like complete attention to himself, but <laughs> to himself. But then when you get into an interview with him, he's bound to say some off the wall shit that make you be like, okay. <laughs> So now sprinkle your crazy just like that okay like it just yeah. comes out of nowhere so now i'm intrigued and now i kind of want to go to youtube and <laughs> listen to some of his interviews just to hear that I mean, he always starts off really well when he just starts saying some off the wall stuff <laughs> and does everybody just keep going like we just go yeah, overlook that because you don't realize you know you just one little interview but then you start collectively always like is always something like yeah <laughs> He's crazy. <laughs> He's touched. But you know, I think you have to be to be in a lot of those like the roles that he plays is usually pretty intense roles mm-hmm. when he was in something. So but I like him as an actor. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, it was even um the guy that played the good cowboy. Um, what is his name? He played in um, um Lovecraft. I don't know. He's played in what? Lovecraft. The movie that the yeah, show yeah, that's HBO. what people told me. I never watched it, but um, yeah, you gotta watch that. Nope, don't want to. It's, I it's, told you, I don't watch TV like that. I know you be I'm definitely not gonna watch Lovecraft because it got canceled. So what's the point of me watching it? Like, <laughs> they're trying to shop it around so it can get picked up. Hopefully, they're saying just Netflix. Not, just like how my uh, <laughs> she gotta have it never came back. I'm not. I'm no, that not was that was that was canceled. Canceled. That was this was just canceled. Lovecraft was just canceled from HBO because of the messages and stuff they put behind it, and how it was depicting you know the the lighter, less melanated folks. Um, that's why that got canceled. But I did hear that Netflix was in the running to possibly acquire it, um, and give it the second season because they already have the second season written. They're just waiting for the network to pick it up. So that is a good show. Okay. Well, if that happens, maybe I'll watch. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy about, um, that one that came out. Um, it's another movie that came out on Netflix. Well, no, it's a movie that came out on Amazon, um, prime. It's called, give me a second. Let me let me figure out the name of this. So you didn't see the, you didn't see it. No, I saw it. But you don't know the name. Yeah. So I, um, it wasn't that. No, it was really good. It's just I watch a lot of movies while I'm working, um, because I like to hear stuff playing versus just silence. Um, so a lot of times I'm watching movies or listening to it for the most part. Um. To kind of keep myself motivated and keep going. It's called Voyeurs. Mm-hmm. Voyeurs. It is a really good movie. Um, I think you should watch this when you get some time. Um, it's a pretty much about a couple. Um, they move into this new apartment. And it has a view of an apartment across the street. 
And so the individuals that move into the apartment, they have, they're only allowed to move in once they're vet, vetted by um, those that are staying across the street diagonal. So they pretty much own both apartments. And so I, it, it, you just have to watch it. Mm. It's so it's, they're pretty much watching them have sex and they get caught up in their lives because they never close their blinds. But the couple that moved in that are watching them from time to time, they don't realize that the couple across the street knows that they're watching their lives and how everything plays out. Mm-mm. No, no parts of that. Yeah, it's it's really good. Mm, I'm sure it's. You should. I think you should watch it. No. <laughs> I just don't understand how y'all have so much time to watch TV. Like I just don't have it. It's multitasking. Multitasking. Mm-hmm. I don't have it, so it's very like when people are like, Do you, "Have you watched this?" Uh, se-? No. When? When? Yeah, the series the series are kind of harder for me to watch just because you got to pay attention to see what happened on the next episode versus just being all the way through. And once I get to like the second episode, I get sleepy. Jesus. And then so now attention span is short. On top of that, this, mm-hmm. yeah, the stuff just, it just put me to sleep. Like not even that the shows or movies are boring. It's just like. I'm just, this stuff put me to sleep. Like, cause it'd be dark and be cool, cold, you know, I get tired. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You like, want me to watch something. Okay. Yeah. Like even with reading too, like I'm trying to be better at reading. I've only found that, you know, I can only really read like sex books, like Zane books or Eric Jerome Dickey books. Um, those oh, keep Lord. me intrigued enough but most books i don't get past almost a full chapter without feeling sleepy and i've been like this since i was in actual school like i never read in middle school i just kind of cheated because they all make me tired because it's boring like (laughs) yeah i didn't have the imagination for it some people are readers some are not reading a book does not make me go to sleep but when do you, yeah. do you read often? Mm-hmm. How often? Like, do you read at nighttime or is it like just a relaxation thing for you? Both. Because hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I want to get into a book club, but I know that. Well, at least no, I, don't waste your time, show. You're not doing that. Yeah, I feel like when I go to the meetings and everybody talking, like I'm going to be the person in the back just nodding my head like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, you are, because you ain't reading nothing. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'm in a book club, and I do that, too. <laughs> but sometimes the books are trash, and I'll be like, mm, I don't read this. Y'all... I just go for the food. <laughs> so, I'm serious. So the book club, who who's in charge of choosing the book for the month or whatever? We rotate. Oh, the people get month is a different person. And so depending upon who the individual is, a lot of the times I know I'm not going to read the book. <laughs> because it kind of just know, like, you know, if you know who the, how the individual is or who the individual is, <laughs> you're kind of like, mm, yeah. You don't even give the book a chance. I do. I, listen, I'll always download the book or purchase or whatever. Um, and I will, I will start. <laughs> I always do. I start, I read for a little bit. And then nine times out of 10, I'm correct. <laughs> you pretty much are saying like when they are trash, you're like, I know this book going to be trash, but I'm going to give you a chance. And mm-hmm. it never pans out. Mm. Or the book was exactly what I expected it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like right. sometimes it's like, oh, I know what type of books you like. <laughs> and so I already know what this is going to be. I already know the storyline. I'm big on covers. You mm-hmm. know, when it looks like them cheap ghetto ass. Sorry, I shouldn't say that because every author <laughs> should, deserves respect. But you know, it's like certain black books. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Gonna do some ghetto love and hip hop type book, and I just don't want it. Like, why is why do we have to? This is not entertaining to me. Like, I'm very big on 
I'm a very artsy fartsy type of person, so I'm okay. big on that like connections to characters. Right. Like okay. and that's probably your problem why you're not um enjoying books is because you're not connecting with any of the characters. Yeah. And I... if you can, if you get connections then you know, the book is more enjoyable because you either feel like you're that person or you're invested in that character and how it the person the character is portrayed throughout the book. Right. So um you know I can't with the some of these yeah some of these black books and then you know you always want to pick a black author and I'm like yeah I get it but there's some like real established black authors <laughs> like, like where their book has meaning and depth and have you know I'm right. not talking about you know Sheila who just decided to write a book at home over the pandemic <laughs> and she put it on Amazon and now we're reading it why I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve <laughs> well why do I have to waste my fourteen ninety nine on Sheila <laughs> I, don't I don't know if this is true or not but I feel like almost everybody that I've seen that has written a book and kind of like published it themselves how does everybody become a bestseller is that a title that's just given, or is it... No, man, they be fronting. It's <laughs> just like how everybody's a master stylist. They be fronting, but like, it depends on whose list. Like, you're, you're on the bestsellers list. Which What list? Which one? There's so many bestsellers lists, right? But, like, if you're on the New York Times bestsellers list, that's different, because that's an established list. But if you're on the Orange County's bestseller list, then you're not a bestseller in Orlando. <laughs> but you are in Orlando, but not nationwide. Or like Amazon, if you put your book on Amazon, I know they give out like a lot of like, oh, I don't know how to say it, like fluff. I hate to say fluff, but they make the books, you know, seem like they're amazing because they'll be like, uh, first week bestseller right. or, you know, whenever the book came out but if only two other books came out the week that you and one was a, <laughs> a mechanic book and another one was a self-help book then yeah but your book probably did do better than the rest of the <laughs> I'm just saying like sometimes it's love that's gotta um, be that's gotta be maybe on to like Oprah's book club or like you know certain like I, I follow certain book um, pages on mm-hmm. Instagram. So, like, if I see a book on like those pages, I'd be like, "Oh, okay, well, that's legit. I'm, I'll read that." Right. See, mm-mm. see, I didn't know how that worked because it just appeared to me that everybody was a, a bestseller. Like, everybody's, "Oh, I'm a bestseller," and I'm like, "God damn!" Like, how? Yeah, I know somebody who just recently wrote a book, and I know they want me to read it, and I don't want to. <laughs> just the title alone makes me not want to read it and then like they're posting like all these things about like all these like <laughs> accolades they've been received and the book just came out in like July like right but I'm like I don't I don't know if that's who you okay <laughs> but I'm saying like <laughs> being an author is very hard because you have to you people who read are invested and like you don't you don't want to have a bad book. We had one bad book in our book club, and like not one. We've had a few bad books, but this one was the author. The author was a friend of one of the members, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and he decided that he wanted to do like a roundtable with us. Okay, and he hired like this, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not he funny. This, um, videographer, like this, really. I think he does like videography for like the magic and mm-hmm. like well-known things in the city. And he hired this videographer, and <laughs> we tore his ass apart. Like the book what? trash. I was like, <laughs> "Are you in the second grade?" Because that's how it was written. Like it was bad. The book was horrible. And none of us held back because we are readers and we were so irritated with the fact that you published this and I had to pay like $20. For, I was like, literally, like, can I have my money back? This $20 was not worth the first page, not the last page, <laughs> not the middle page. Like, it was bad, bad. 
Oh my and gosh. He was he I know he was hurt. He tried to act like he was like, you know, I understand. Uh I, I take criticism or um I was like, no, this is not criticism. This is like this is not, <laughs> this is not, this is not, no. No, we're trying to tell you you talking about you gonna have a part two. Don't don't waste nobody <laughs> don't time. Don't waste nobody time. So this is not constructive criticism to give you like you know motivation to do better for the next. Like just just don't. <laughs> what was it about? Because now I kind of want to read it just to see how bad no, it was. You don't. I, do I still have? I may have the actual. Hey, first of all, you're gonna get through it very quick because it wasn't even that long, <laughs> and everything was like double spaced in the book. Like, was like, is this somebody's sixth grade book report? Like, what is this? And the way that it was written, it's such an easy read. Like, you don't have to worry about like, oh, he used the big word or or the cadence. Like, you don't have to worry about none of that shit. It was so Dr. Seuss. I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh my gosh. So yeah. I, I feel like my, my, the person that I know, I think she wants to do the same thing. And I'm like, oh, God, let me, I think I'm going to have to read this book first before I give it to this group because they will tear, <laughs> they'll tear you apart. Like, don't waste my time with this foolishness. Right. And that's how I wonder, like, who picks the books? Because there's got to be books that people just don't like or they, you know, they get through and like, this shit was trash. All right. Is everybody, mm-hmm. is everybody I mean, honest? there's books that be like, some people like, I didn't really like it. I liked it, you know, mm-hmm. but there's when it's a consensus, like, because <laughs> I want to do a review. <laughs> I wonder how the people, you know, how they felt. Like if I offered this book for everybody to read and nobody liked it, I'd be oh, like, I don't want to choose no book again. <laughs> like, you know, well, f- mean- skip me. Listen, at the end of the day, we're all picking blindly. Unless it's a book that you've already previously read, we're all picking blindly. So you read the reviews, you kind of read the synopsis of the book, and then you choose whether or not you want to... It's not like your fault that you chose a trash book. I mean, because that's how I see it. If I read a book that is trash, like... But some people may not like it because they didn't like how the book ended, Mm -hmm. or maybe the characters made them mad. You know, very rarely do we, or the characters were like a true reflection of themselves and they didn't like it. So very rare is it that they just hate a book because the book is written poorly. It's usually you don't like the book because of something. You didn't like how certain scenarios went or, you know, how the author, what the author did with certain characters. It's that kind of thing. It's just like you see a movie and you watch a movie. It's not that you hated the movie, but you hate the ending or you hate how the movie, the cinema looked. You didn't like how they, where they placed it or the dialogue. Like, it's the same exact thing. Right. Okay. In in words. Because it's like. Even if I want a book to end a certain way, I still need to like it to get through it. Because I already don't like to read. So that's what makes it even more or makes it harder for me to read. Because as soon as I'm disinterested in the ter- in the chapter, I'm just over it. Like it just never gets picked up again. Because mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. times if, if I'm intrigued with something, I'm always trying to read it. So like, I think that's why a lot of books don't do well when they convert them to movies. Yeah. Because I think it's the whatever the perception of the director from reading the, the the book, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did they perceive what happened in the book is different to how each person, or maybe how the writer, the original author, what they meant for it to be. I can probably agree with that because it's like almost like Fifty Shades of Grey. Now, I'll be honest; I didn't read any of those books. Never had plans on reading it. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but from what people tell me when they saw the movie, the characters didn't pan out to being what they envisioned in their head. But let's think about why. Because <laughs> most of <laughs> Let's think about why the characters didn't pan out to be what it was. First of all, the book was about sexual desires, <laughs> right? In a sense. Not, not in a sense, like for real, sexual desires, right? right? So what 
however you perceive what you were reading wherever you're however far your mind allowed your (laughs) sexual desires to go however you envisioned him to be that was every woman's personal perception right because even though the book gives you a description of what he was supposed to look like or she was supposed to look like you're still creating that in your own mind, especially when it comes to the fact that it's attached to sex. <laughs> so when you, everybody who went to go watch it thought this was going to be their own personal porn, <laughs> and it didn't turn out to be what you were thinking in your head. You know what I'm like, no, that was never going to be the character that you were envisioning, that you was masturbating to that night, though you was whatever you was doing, daydreaming about while you were reading this series. Absolutely not. <laughs> that is, I wouldn't even have expected that. See, that is wild to me because I wasn't like because I didn't read the book, so for me it was just something to watch. Now mm-hmm. I did think like looking at him as a character, the man in the movie, I didn't think that he would like the person that he was attracted to. I don't know why she was like really pale and just she didn't look <laughs> like what I thought he should have been with. That's what messed me up with it. I don't think that he should have been. At least that's good because you're coming from a completely blind like right unbiased because you never even read the book so you're just looking at the movie for the movie itself right not for whatever it created in the actual story right and so since i've seen the movie i don't want to read the book <laughs> because now <laughs> i already have messed a you up because most people say the book was so much better and i'm like yeah okay and the thing is is that with the if i go back and try to read the books now i'm going to visualize the characters what that i saw in the, the movie, movie. And if it doesn't add up, then I'm going to be just thrown off because it's not matching what I saw. Mm-hmm. So the best thing and, is... And vice versa for all the people who read <laughs> and had their own fantasy that went into the movie theaters ready and it didn't turn out to be what they thought it was going to be. <laughs> so pretty you know, much they just all them, they them just screwed up everything with that movie. Everything. They had to. I don't even know why they... T- I mean, I guess it, because it was such a good series book-wise for people, I mm-hmm. guess that's why they turned it into a movie. I don't think stuff like that don't turn into... It's like it's like turning a Zane book into a movie. Right. They actually had, like, a series for the Zane books, like the Sex Chronicles that used to come on... What is it? Like, Cinemax, I think? Um, I remember I used to mm-hmm. stay up late and watch it. I wasn't supposed to, but... Um, <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Because I guess because it showed a lot. It was detailed like the books versus like the whole Fifty Shades of Grey. It didn't really show much. It just showed the whips and chains, but it didn't show any real action, if that makes sense. But because it was in the movie theater, they couldn't. Well, maybe they should have put it on stars. Now, if, if they redid Fifty Shades of Grey and it went to Netflix now maybe they probably should try that to be honest i like i wouldn't be opposed to it just to see if they can get it closer to what the book is and i think that's where a lot of issues were is because everybody said they saw more in their mind in the book from what it depicted versus what i'm going to the movie theater and seeing like it's not what it's not giving what it was supposed to give because mm-hmm, they nasty pretty much but yeah but I, was saying, I, I, I would feel i would feel cheated too <laughs> I never read it and I didn't see the movie so I just didn't understand I was like you gonna have all these old middle aged women who are having bad sex in their life <laughs> in the movie theater like <laughs> I don't know what this man like, I don't understand this Mm-mm, I don't want to be a part <laughs> oh my gosh it was all and actually it was all the like white women that was going to see it of course like it I was know. it was like sold out like you couldn't because I remember I think I was when it first started I forgot where I was but it was just always these middle-aged women them and their girlfriends going to see this movie mm-hmm. it was never any guys going to see it, it was all women it was their date nights mm. with their friends. They'd go get something to eat and now they're going to get all this popcorn and going to watch this movie. <laughs> How fucking weird it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you and all your 
Fred is sitting there and just expecting like this <laughs> orgasmic movie and you're all sitting there together hoping to get the same like physical response from it. <laughs> and then <laughs> yo, people are fucking weird. I'm not going to see shit with nobody. I'm going by myself. Okay. Maybe I'll go with if anything I would have went with a guy. Right. So that it would have been a turn on, and maybe you know we can have a happy ending afterwards. Yeah, no, they go with their girlfriend so they can talk about it later when they get on the phone tomorrow. I'm good. No, I'm good on that. So yeah, if you if you have it, I don't know where you would find it at, but Zane's Sex Chronicles, like those series, were actually really good. They had the storyline, but it was all like it flowed, so it wasn't just like watching porn. But you don't watch that show with your girlfriends. <sighs> that one I say, don't do that. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, where can they find us, Joe? Yes, y'all can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> I had to think about it. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Amazon podcast um, as well. Um, our Instagram is down below at Balance and Water, both of our personal pages and also our e- our email. God, um, yeah. So stay tuned for next weekend. It's about time me to end this one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll talk to you guys next week for episode one hundred and two. Bye. Bye. Bye.